Welcome back to episode 147 of Your Best Year Starts Here. How you doing, Nigel? Very excited to be here. Very excited to see you. I have my first big live event in a couple of days' time. Very excited. Awesome. So first big live event since all the coronavirus stuff, right? Yeah. I mean, I did one in Lithuania, but it was a bit bizarre. But in the UK, very excited. And then the world is beginning to open up. And who knows what's going to happen, but getting excited cool actually i've got one next tuesday so the the day after this episode comes out actually um i've i've done a couple of smaller things kind of uh over the last month or two um but yeah it's nice to have something that feels like it should be a bit more normal well this is the new norm so it will not be normal this is the new norm um which is a topic we'll talk about in the next episode if not this one but i have a great topic for today go on then what is it so, you know when people say an overnight success, they've come from nowhere. Yeah, it doesn't exist. Not quite true, you know, and we have, and by the time this comes out, it'll be interesting to know the result of what I'm about to say, but we have a British star who is in the semifinals of the US Open, and, you know, her name is Emma Raducanu, and she did phenomenally well at Wimbledon and she's now done phenomenally well at the US Open and everyone's gone an overnight success, et cetera, et cetera. I'm glad you mentioned Wimbledon because I was actually thinking for a minute, open of what? Tennis, golf, you know, <laughs> what what sport are we talking here? Because, um, yeah, although I do remember you talking about her once before on one of our episodes, you know, as you know, I don't really follow tennis. So I'm glad you remember, uh, mentioned Wimbledon so that for anyone like me that doesn't really do tennis, you filled in the blanks. Well, this is even more interesting because, you know, because most British sports, you know, we've had the Paralympics where we did phenomenally well. We had the Olympics. We did quite well. When a British person seems to do quite well, it's like this major surprise. You know, what's interesting with this young lass, who, by the way, went to the same school as Dina Asher-Smith, who is a phenomenal runner in 100 and 200 metres, and success breeds success. And there's a couple of football players that went to the same school. And a very well-rounded young girl who is eloquent in her communication, is brilliant with the press, has a big booming, beaming, not booming, a beaming smile, et cetera, et cetera. But when you hear about an overnight success, you know, this is a young lass that was talent spotted at eight and nine, was being coached brilliantly at 11, was at school playing tournaments in Europe from the age of 11 till like 16, and then the pandemic occurred. Mm -hmm. So she wasn't playing in the normal way. But she's been a very good player coming through the ranks. So when you hear someone say, well, they've just appeared, well, they haven't just appeared, you know. People don't get brilliant overnight. You know, it's not luck. It's about putting in the hard work before and then you arrive at a big um, setup or a big occasion you know so I'm doing this big gig on Saturday and you know I've done it a few times before it's the first time I've done it now for like a year and a half of course I'll be a little bit nervous etc etc but it's not like I'm an overnight success I've been doing it for 22 years yep 
And then even before when I started speaking 22 years ago, I'd run businesses for 12, et cetera, years. So you need to be a little bit careful when someone says they've just appeared from nowhere. This company has just appeared and now they're global leaders. That's because they've been doing something which you and I are throwing a lot about. They've been consistently doing stuff monitoring what they're doing, getting coaching, because you and I both know, Neil, that when we coach some of our clients, what we're doing is we're improving what they already do. Yes, totally. You see, if I coached you on your tennis and you're not a good tennis player to start, practice doesn't make perfect. Perfect practice makes perfect if that's the way you're going to go. And so if you've got a raw talent and you've got the right coach and you've got the right skill – and then when you look at this young lass, and I say that because you know, she's just done her A-levels, her mental attitude and enjoying every point that she plays is so important. If you and I weren't enjoying doing the podcast, we wouldn't be up to nearly three years of episodes. And normally what happens for people like you and I, one of us will start dwaning with enthusiasm. Yeah, and get bored, right? The problem is people get bored and stop literally minutes before that success Yep. So, you know, you hear about this, you know, the person who gave up nine years in, but the following week when they left the band, that you know, they then went global. Well, that's because it wasn't their time in that moment. So for us, you know, we are at episode 147. You know, if we were at 156 in theory, that would be three years of episodes. I was quickly trying to work that out in my, man, in my head. <laughs> you probably could see. But what everyone's got to realise who's listening to this is that if you love doing something and you're passionate about doing something, really, are you an overnight success? And so what do you love doing? Are you passionate about it? What work are you putting in behind the scenes? And you've got to consistently show up. And the problem is most people think, well, I'll show up next week a bit. You know, when you hear about Emma's training regime, it is hours and hours and hours of hitting that tennis ball. And you probably know I was a tennis coach in Israel 40 years ago, and we used to have a wall with a line above it, and we would ask kids for 10 minutes to hit this one ball over the line. And a bit like you're 75 days hard, if you missed it once, you had to start all over again. You had to hit the ball for 10 minutes. Yep. It is remarkable. Kids who do the system, play the system, do exceptionally well, but most of us want to cheat. You know, you no one can do your press-ups for you. You know, you've gone through fitness. I'm going still through it. You know, I'm 38 pounds down, you know, awesome. et cetera. Awesome. I'm still working on it, but no one can lose the weight for me. No, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. It, you know, I mean, it's like it's like so many of these things. Um, I mean, you, you you mentioned tennis. I mean, the obvious one for me is music, right? You know, as someone that's kind of a bit obsessed with music and have been my entire life, it's when people go, "Oh, have you heard this like X Y Z artist?" You know, they're, they're new and they're amazing, and it's like, and they've been around for fifteen years. It's just they weren't popular. You know, or it's the technology companies. You know, Zoom is a really good example. You know, we're recording this on Zoom right now. Um, I've been using Zoom for a number of years. But guess what? Most of the public had never heard of Zoom until 18 months ago. You know, and in the last 18 months, Zoom has gone absolutely nuts. And it's a it's an everyday phrase now because it's on mainstream TV. Almost every business has embraced it, etc. And that company has gone crazy. Um, interestingly, if the pandemic had happened a few years prior, we'd be talking about Skype. 
Yeah, because Skype was the big player in that space. You know, or we might have been talking about Cisco WebEx or, you know, any of these other tools that you and I as speakers will have come across and presented on and stuff like that at various points in time that people who've been in business doing video conferencing for a long time will have used at various points in time. But the popular one that's showing up consistently and doing a great job for everybody right now is Zoom, which is why most people have gone to Zoom. A lot of those other tools are still there, you know. But one of the reasons why a lot of people have gone on to Zoom is because they have made it easy for people like me that don't have to do too much work, and it's easy to have a meeting. So we know there are other providers, and we're not going to mention their names because they're not paying us for advertising. But the point is, if you make it easy for people, there's a chance of success. And if you don't make it easy for people, people fall off those platforms, and then we say it's not as easy. Yeah. So I think, I, but, but, but I think the other thing for me is just because you're ready doesn't mean the world's ready for you. So, you yeah. know, Zoom's been sitting there waiting in the wings for something like this, but there's not been a situation like this where it's been needed to the extent that it has. You know, I was recently involved with an event on Zoom that had 19,000 participants. Now, I didn't even know that was possible to do. And, you know, it took multiple Zoom accounts all strung together by some other piece of software and whatever. There were 19,000 people watching this online event over three days all you know all, all essentially facilitated through zoom if you'd said to me two years ago that you would run or you know or i would be part of the team that's running an event to nineteen thousand people online i'd have gone no way like like it just seemed like an impossibility and you wouldn't be able to do that short of it kind of being on tv or live live stream through facebook or something to do it in a closed private environment you know it's just such a phenomenal jump forward but that technology was already there and waiting in the wings. It's just nobody thought about how do we do this? Why would we do this? Should we do this? Because the world wasn't ready for it. And, you know, I think anyone but, anyone but. that's doing sports, business, music, entertainment, whatever it is, it's like hone your craft when nobody's watching and when the world is ready, so are you. But, so that quote, you know, so that quote, it's much better to be prepared and not have the opportunity than have the opportunity and not be prepared. Exactly. Exactly. So for us... You know, we've we've spent three years nearly trying to get this podcast to where it is. We've now got people listening all over the world, and we still are working hard, changing technology. We've got a new uh, transcript service being put in. So we're all the time adapting to get better, even though we do really well with it. Yep. Someone like Emma, who is playing fantastic tennis, I'm sure we'll get some other coaches on her fitness, financial, health, and all the other stuff. So for everyone listening... You, you, you're not an overnight success. You still haven't got there yet. And even when you get there, you still aren't there yet because there's lots of things to develop. So if you had to mark yourself out of 10 right now for every area in your life, and I'm constantly now doing this, anything less than an eight, what do you need to do to get it to an eight? Yep. You can't have 10s all the time. But what I will say is that consistency shows up when you don't know. Yep. I'll repeat that. Consistency will show up when you don't even know what's going on. Because if you consistently are performing, you're consistently recording, you're consistently speaking to your agents, consistently doing stuff, there will be times where you think, I can't believe this is all coming in. It's all coming to fruition now. Well, that's because of the hard work you've put in up till now. Yeah, and, yeah, and, some, but, and sometimes it's the hard work you put in a year ago, two years ago, three years ago that – for whatever reason, the ripples you created then are now showing up now. You know, I've got um, a few clients that I've picked up during this pandemic 
that actually, you know, the last time I did any work with them or was really on their radar was at least two, maybe even three years ago. But there was such an impression kind of made around a few things that when they were ready for something else, they picked the phone up. You know, and it is, it's that, it's that thing of what you, I, I read a review yesterday of my book, you know, the first book, Done Beats Perfect. Um, and, you know, I have no idea who the person is that wrote it. I'm connected with them on LinkedIn. I'll be honest with you, I don't even know how. I just saw this review that they'd posted, not on Amazon, but on LinkedIn with a picture of the book, basically saying how much they love the book and how much it's been helping them. I, you know, I don't know who this person is. I don't know how they found my book. I don't know, I don't know much about them. My point is there's ripples by putting that book out that eventually, you know, some of them come back our way and we hear about them. There's many more that we never know about, right? You know, incidentally, I should balance this by saying I've also had the first review that basically says this book starts really well and by the end of it, it's a bit crap. You know, there are going to be some of those. It's not going to be for everyone. Um, and that's normal, you know, but that doesn't stop me showing up and going, okay, well, when's the next book coming? You know, what else is coming? What else am I doing? And it's it's constantly... Um, it's, it's that phrase of constant and never ending improvement, you know, it's can, like, it's called can I, can I which exactly, is, which is Kaizen, the Japanese translated effectively. Forward, yeah. yeah, exactly. But what's really interesting for me on that subject is that when people are really working hard, they need to remember you need to work for a cause and not applause. The problem is we are so short sighted that we want this instant gratification. Yep. And if we don't get it, we think it's not enough. If you knew, and that's why Zoom, in a way, you know, and I've done recently some webinars where I'm not seeing anybody, and you know, and I and I turn off the chat box so I can't see it. So in theory, I'm not getting either laughter. I'm not seeing any faces. It's taken me a year and a half to understand that I'm going to give the best I've got, and hopefully, quote unquote, they're going to like it. Whereas normally, if you're live, you can see their faces and adjust. It's about trusting yourself that the information you've got is good. It's going to make a difference, but it doesn't always have to make a difference then. You know, I love it. You know, you, you've been in a room similar where somebody says, oh, I didn't get it the first time. Then I heard it or I read it. And then six months later, I'm with my wife, daughter, husband, girlfriend, and then something resonated. Yeah. But if but- we were waiting for the applause and it either didn't come or you did get it. It doesn't mean they're going to change their lives. What we have to do is keep working and keep practicing and keep practicing and hitting that ball just above that line, which is that imaginary net. Yeah. And eventually then when you get the opponent or you're in front of the live audience or you're going for your job interview, the results will show. So I don't know how long we've been going, but I will say to everyone who's listening, don't look for instant gratification because that's short-term gains. Look for long-term results based on the information you're putting out and then see how your life changes. Yeah, and I think the thing I'd add is a quote that I think gets attributed uh, primarily to Will Smith, whether it actually was his words originally or not. I have no idea. Um, but it's a quote that basically says, you know, uh, he was asked, how long does it take you to get ready? And his answer was, I stay ready. And I think that's a big part of it, isn't it? It's the thing you really want to do Keep yourself ready. Keep yourself like ready. That. Like that. And that seems like a good place to end this episode, actually. So we will see you next week with another episode of Your Best Year Starts Here. Your best year starts right here. And before I stop the recording, you got any little nugget you want to add on the end? Because you normally do. No. <laughs>